Okay, good morning, everyone. Are we live? Have we got people in the room? Let's have a look yeah. at the chat point. Yes, we have. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, well, good morning to everyone. Uh, welcome to another marketing meetup webinar. Um, last time I, I ran this, my name is James Sambrook, by the way. I'm, I'm Joe's business partner, um, and you've probably met me in Birmingham, Manchester, or London. Um, last time I ran one of these webinars, I, uh, I started playing the introductory video, bopping my head along and realized I hadn't shared my screen. So those who would have seen me before would have just seen James dancing for a minute and a half like an absolute clown. Um, so thank you so much for coming along uh, on, this, on this Tuesday morning. Um, and remember uh, in the uh, chat function to have it as all panelists and attendees so people can see uh, what you're saying in there. And uh, if you have questions, put them into the, uh, the Q&A. Um, so we've got lots of people coming from all sorts of places this morning. Make sure you drop into the chat and say where you're coming from. Um, Joe uh, is having a few days well-earned R&R, uh, &R, uh, and he's left me with the keys. So uh, let's make this the best webinar we possibly can, and let's do him proud. Um, so our wonderful guest this morning uh, is Anu, and I had a little practice. Anu Adegabola. Yes, which, which which we got right, which I'm 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 quite uh, quite pleased to say I got right um, uh, from MindSwan and uh, the self-proclaimed happiest person in marketing, which I flipping love. <laughs> and I actually thought to myself, maybe you should be a personal branding expert because uh, who do you know in the PPC industry who has that kind of you know positioning? Yeah. Bang on, absolutely great. Um, She's also the uh, host of a podcast, uh, PPC Chat Roundup, or hashtag PPC Chat Roundup uh, podcast, uh, a public speaker, a blogger, uh, former CMO at Brain Labs, and from a quick stalk on LinkedIn last night, a director of client strategy at Clicks Marketing as well. Yes. So, you know, we always just bring on average guests, um, <laughs> and it uh, looks like we've got another one. Um, so her talk today uh, is about PPC, as you all know. Um, now, having worked in a big agency myself, PPC, um, in my mind, is a completely dark art. Uh, and it is a place that I feel that the inexperienced can go to just throw money away uh, if they don't know what they're doing. Mm. Um, and so Anu is going to uh, explain how you can not do that yeah. uh, and how to PPC like a pro. Uh, bringing you up to date on uh, on some of the things that are going on in that world. Um, so those of you that uh, are here on a regular basis, you know that it's a short presentation and then we have a Q&A afterwards, uh, which is the sort of second half. So if you're putting questions into the Q&A, the ones that you really like and you want answering, give a thumbs up and they will, uh, they will be the ones that we answer first. Um, Joe sent me some questions as well that he wants answering. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll get we'll get some of those as well. Um, as you know, we uh, we put these events on for free, and uh, we have some amazing sponsors uh, who allow us to do this. Uh, who put you know beans on toast on the table for me and Joe, and uh, and support our community and make sure that we have wonderful guests like uh, like Anu. So. Um, I'm going to I'm going to uh, mention those names, but I just wanted to uh, mention one in particular, which is Impression. 
Um, and Joe will probably be biting his fingernails from his little holiday cottage, as I say impression, because every time we talk about them, I say impressions for some reason. And he's like, no, James, it's impression. Uh, One so impression. Impression.co.uk. Um, uh, they were the UK agent, won the UK agency PPC awards um, last year, best large PPC agency in Europe at the European Search Awards. So I think they should rename themselves to Impressive anyway. Um, I put like a little fire emoji in my notes. I mean, come on, they, they're clearly very good at what they do. So do, please do go and check them out and make sure uh, in the links that Joe sent you that you, you drop them a note to say thank you uh, for supporting us. Um, as well as Cambridge Marketing College, who supported us from the beginning, Fiverr, Third Light, Gravity Global, Pitch Consultants, Redgate, who are hiring, uh, brand recruitment, content cal, and Geosk, who are one of our new ones. And the way I remember Geosk is it rhymes with kiosk. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that will get stuck in your head now. Um, so yeah, really, that's everything from me. Just uh, make sure you you enjoy it, have fun. Um, and at this point, I'm going to hand over to Anu, uh, who's going to blow your minds with PPC Oi. wizardry. Uh. <laughs> no, you've set the bar so high now. Yeah, that's it. So it's all high. over to you now. <laughs> Let's go in. Let's go in. Um, so I'll share my screen and hopefully, yes, this should then work in that, that way. Like Can sorry, everybody sorry. see my slides of my bright and sparkly face against my name? Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's, uh, yeah, let's put this in slide. Oh, oh. Can you still see? Because I've put it in slideshow. I it's got, it's got your notes next to it. So I think you might oh. be in presenter view. Ah, okay. Let me just. Uh, oh, let's, let's, let's throw that away and let's just close this off. Um, it's one of those, those areas. I, I was telling um, Joe that I, I'm not really like a slides person. I just like talking <laughs> through with some of these things. So um, I'm always like, can we, can we just have had to be just, just talk on me and you interview me but he's like no put some slides together people want to hear from you and all that stuff so I was like we'll put some slides together but we'll have plenty of time for Q&A which is going to be like my favorite part of this um so yeah I'm going to start off by talking about a little bit about the evolution of paid search because it's come a long way and even in this talk alone it's going to be hard to not even hard impossible to touch on all the key parts of what you need to know about you know doing keyword research properly putting ad copy together testing um you know bidding and you know the competition and yeah, just making sure that you're you're in the game doing automation properly it's it's just so big right now and when we started out I'll, I'll go back to let's say around like 2002 it was just so little very small you could cover paid search a paid search talk in a, in a day but now you know there are full-blown paid search com uh, you know conferences that go through everything so I'm just literally just going to be touching on the evolution and what has then changed and um, what hasn't changed even because there are some things that are the pillars of paid search and like how it works and what people need to consider um, as a professional and also like let's say clients and businesses who want to do paid search and what they need to make sure that they have in place and what their position is in the whole ecosystem of making sure paid search actually works well. And um, in, in the evolution of paid search, we've had several years of, you know, where it's like, you know, Google will say that, oh, this is the year of mobile, or this is the year of display, or this is the year of, of a certain thing. We are definitely at a, the, on the cusp right now of a 
of a quite interesting time of being the year of two specific things, two, two, two big pillars that really everyone needs to be aware of, making sure they are um, taking considerations on this when they're doing, you know, doing any paid search accounts or you know, doing data collection even. Um, so we'll talk about what's what is um, coming up for all paid search professionals? What's the thing that everyone is talking about right now so that you make sure that you're in it? And, um, and I'll also end with some tips on how to actually get really connected into the community of people, the experts who are actually talking about these things that's the year of, so that, you know, you feel as part of the journey with, that people, everybody's on. To start off a little bit about me, I'm a cat mummy. I love, I have a, I have a little cat called Lexi Rose. She's my little darling. And um, especially during the lockdown, we've been each other's partners in crime and annoying each other. But yeah, we've gotten on most of the time. Um, I also love riding a motorbike. That's something I've missed as well um, since lockdown. I That's my commute around London because who doesn't hate like, you know, tube going to on the tube every day so years ago I was like no enough of that for me I started riding a motorbike to get into London um love traveling again something I've missed so can't wait to be able to head out to like the likes of Portugal Italy or even like yeah I love like Southeast Asia as well I need to I'd love to go to Cambodia and this kind of area also can't help but mention also I'm a you know podcast host I um I do a roundup of a the PPC chat conversation that happens um every Tuesday and it's just allowed me to have like what I like to call um amazing Twitter colleagues you know people I've never actually worked with but people who I'm always um, you know sharing great ideas about the issues they're having in the industry okay starting off with the evolution of page search and um, yeah, I got a nice little picture of, <laughs> of a guy evolution in his, in his, in his outfit. But um, basically just to show that way back, um, paid search was very basic. It was text ads only, um, very much no, no competition, very simple account structures. It was basically your brand keywords against your generic keywords. And um, you were always just only ever bidding towards either position or traffic. So whoever had the most money won, whoever had the most money got at the top of the position, but things have changed a lot since then. Um, so yeah, this is what the ads really might look like. They're on the right-hand side, that was it. And the ads that you see at the, at the middle were SEO organic ads that you didn't need to pay for. Now, where we are now is that, you know, the, the paid search um, screen is so different and it has pretty much, um, what the SEO and organic teams will complain about is that it pushes their listings a lot further down. So we see before organics used to be right at the top, but now that we've got text ads, shopping ads, dynamic ads, dynamic search ads, loads of different extensions, so like site links, call out um, extensions, images that you can put in there. Even I think Google is thinking of bringing out even video, maybe it's Microsoft that have done that. There's now so much competition on the scale, especially if you're in any space that Amazon is in, huge, highly competitive. So you need to be really careful about that in what space that you're bidding on. Also, you have to have very uh, complicated and granular um, account structures. That is very important right now for the quality, to improve the quality, because Google is now all about, you know, highest quality, highest relevance, uh, highest relevance in terms of the keyword that you're bidding on, making sure it matches the ad copy that you've written and matches the landing page that the 
the person who's searching for is going to reach to. So having that high quality and tightly knit, knitted um, theme in terms of how you're bidding is really important. Now it's not just about bidding as well towards position. Every um, client that is going to give you the, the you know paid search budget is going to ask, what's the return? So it's all about return on investment or cost per lead. So I mean, as much as I do like to, to tell clients that honestly, at, at the end of the day, our biggest job is about driving traffic, but we are also trying to make sure that we drive traffic that is big and bringing the best return. So the conversations have become a lot more complicated, a lot more in-depth. And when I say complicated, it's not in a bad way. It's actually talking with the business directors or, you know, marketing directors to actually let find out which leads are important to them, which sales are important to them so that we're not just sending anyone to come to the site because the worst is to just send traffic to the site where everybody's bouncing off. So that's why those conversations are really important to ensure that the traffic that we're sending through paid search is bringing back a return. Those conversations have become a lot more important these days. Um, so yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry for the, for the text, but in, uh, basically, um, this is what that like an ad copy would look like. So this is all just one company. So this is um so down there is a U switch, and that's literally we've got text ad there. We've got all that. Those are extensions. That's an extension as well. Um, and even like for these guys, um, who's who is that? Yeah, another utility. Yeah, U switch company. They've got that several extensions as well. So in all of these ads, there are about five different extensions um, in here of just one ad in there. So it's always, it's always very busy right now, meaning like SEO organic results tend to get pushed to the bottom. Um, and then what are the solutions for actually making, making sure that we do all of these things well? That's another thing that has really developed and really evolved. Um, and it's one thing that's really big in our industry. In fact, what, I, what I've started really thinking and really noticing and talking about with my colleagues is that if you're in digital advertising, if you're in paid search especially, you're also very much in tech. This is not just you writing an ad and doing anything manually enough. There's a tool to do bidding. There's a tool for campaign management, ad testing, automation, attribution, competitive, competitive analysis, and reporting. And, and here are just a few examples of all the tools that you'll find yourself you know, going into um, just to do like paid search advertising. Um, one of the, a, a little like anecdote of like my personal journey is that really, I, I would always tell people that the reason why I got into paid search is because one of the first interviews I had, they asked me, do you like playing in, do, do you like working with Excel? Do you like Microsoft Excel? And I was one of those kids who absolutely loved Excel. I was not a kid that used to play around with my friends outside. I used to steal my dad's laptop and just be like going in there, creating tables and graphs, you know, and I can spend a whole talk just talking about my favorite formulas. In fact, I have done a whole talk just talking about Excel and all the formulas you can use to make sure that you do your reporting very well. So when I knew paid search was about Excel and, and working through tools, I was so excited about that. And that, I guess, is why I call myself the happiest marketer, because it's just about, I feel like I'm playing with tools and someone is paying me 
to play with tools and I'm like what the heck uh so yeah I just think thing is a very um, an amazing um join up together of me and some, someone who just likes playing with tools and, and and the industry and that's what makes me so happy about it um so yeah that's like a little <laughs> little picture anecdote of what it was like what I was like you know was that little girl playing with my dad's laptop to create tables and graphs honestly so going into the industry of paid search was just so easy and seamless for me so going on to our next section what hasn't changed now there are five, what I've called five pillars of paid search that will never change as to what we have to always think about that will affect the conversations that you're going to have when you're a client when let's say you're as an agency you know you're, you're, you're pitching for a business or when there's a new product and they're like oh we want to bid on something or hey we have this amount of budget and we're doing this can we put more money in there there are five things that will never change and I remember that I looked back at this article it was based on this section is based on a blog that I wrote like five six years ago and you know, you always say that one thing that we know about pizza, that we always talk about pizza, it's always evolving, it's always changing. But I remember looking at this article that I wrote for five years ago and I was like, none of this has changed. I love that none of this has changed. So let's go into one of the things that has not been changed. Now, paid search does not work in a silo. What do I mean by that? It's paid search is part of a family of digital marketing tactics. It's part of SEO, it's part of email marketing, it's part of display, it's part of brand awareness, you know, things outdoor advertising will affect it. I remember working on this client called Woucher. It's um, they're a UK company that do like, you know, loyalty schemes and, you know, you can, you can get discount, maybe discounts on loads of things like beauty treatments and holidays kind of stuff. And whenever they'll do a TV ad, our brand searches will skyrocket, you know, anyone searching on, on, on Woucher will skyrocket. Anything one searching on, you know, nail treatments will skyrocket. So whenever those, those spots that they had, and every once in a while you'll see that you'll see something go up in paid search and you'll be like oh my god I didn't change anything I didn't change a bit it's really important to talk with the client and make sure they let you know about all the other activities that you're doing that could have affected it because other outdoor especially outdoor brand awareness um, activities definitely affect paid search paid search can't create demand as well um, one thing we always say is that you know Paid search is a pull strategy. That means you need to have introduced the brand or your product or something to the client. You know, when you've come to paid search and why put like a lady sitting there looking like she's been stood up, it's almost like that whole situation of, you know, if you, you could create the best paid search accounts, you could have created, you know, amazing keywords that's amazingly themed with your ad copy, amazingly themed with your landing page. And then you get no searches. Why? Because brand awareness has not been done. So that lady has probably not even told the guy that she likes him or that she's waiting for him. So she's sitting there looking all great and he's not going to show up because he doesn't know that they're actually even seeing each other. It's almost like that. Paid search and brand awareness is really important. The customer is not going to know that they're expecting their search if they've not seen an ad somewhere online, like display or done outdoor. So whenever a client comes to you, and um, I remember there's a point that was, that was mentioned in, um, and I'll, I'll mention this as a resource later, um, by this guy called PPC Kirk, and he did this, so he wrote this book about uh, the ponderings of a PPC professional. And he goes like, 
if a client comes to you and goes, oh yeah, we're spending, we want to spend 95% of our marketing budget on paid search, be wary, be, be very scared because you're going to be putting a lot of effort and a lot of spend where they are not actually doing anything else. And if the person, if they've not done any other activity to actually, you know, pull the client into the funnel, you know, to push the client into the funnel, the pull strategy of paid search is not going to work. Also, paid search is very competitive, something I've mentioned about the evolution, uh, you know, of it. So it's not about anyone can do it, you know, or any budget can, can, can work on it. It's really important to figure out what your profit margins need to be, because that will then affect what the CPCs are. So what the cost per clicks are going to be for each of your clicks and whether you can afford it. Um, you know, some, some clients, as much as your, or your, your audience might be on paid search, you need to have a sizable amount of budget to be able to afford it. And you need to have built something already to be able to reach the stage where you can do paid search. Um, also, assuming that showing in organic search results means you don't need to bid on keywords. Now, this is something that most paid search professionals would say that we have, you test with loads of clients. So um, fair enough, especially for things like brand, one might think that, well, nobody else is bidding on my terms. So terms that are not as competitive, you don't necessarily want to bid on it because you're already showing organic results against it. One thing that is a big part of paid search is you need to test everything. Yes, I wouldn't say the answer is yes, you definitely need to bid on keywords that you're already showing in SEO or not. I'd say test it. In some cases, I've found that you don't need to. Yeah. And some cases I've found out that you actually do need to. And when we stopped bidding on a keyword, especially if it's brand that they felt that they were already organically strong in, when we stopped bidding on it, we've actually found that they lost revenue, overall revenue, because... As we know, in like terms of like the journey of, of searching for something and buying a product, you don't just do, oh, I've searched for it and I'm going to get the product. You go from maybe even like a TV ad that you've seen, then you, you search for it and you see an organic and then you go on the on a paid advert. You know, there's a there's a journey. And once one really needs to look through that journey um, in terms of what's going to be beneficial for your brand, for a product for the campaign you're running. So everything about whether something works or not is all about, it depends. Always test everything before you go on the, 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 the line, put the line in the sand that no, this is not gonna work because we're strong in SEO. Again, um, I think this is my, the last one, the fifth one, is one thing that is big to say is that more money does not always equal more revenue. Now, especially when I started my career, I was always big one and it was it was my job to make sure the client spends more in paid search I worked in paid search if we spend more in paid search and brought more return it made made means that you know we were doing well and I'd get promoted because I got the client to spend more um, but one thing I started realizing you know quickly is that there's a point of diminishing return and every once in a while you're going to keep spending more but you're not going to get anything back. So that means your cost per leads or your cost per acquisitions are just going to be increasing. So I got into the stage, into the system of, no, we have to, we have to do better by our clients. We have to be able to say that, look, we have reached the point where we are spending the most at this stage. And if we spend more, we're just throwing money into, into this channel. And actually it could benefit your business as a whole to spend the money in another area. So doing that analysis is very important of actually seeing 
where you're actually, where the money could be getting spent better, which other channels could be getting spent better. Um, because that is how you win over the client. It's not just about spending their money. It's about spending their money well. And that's how you get a better relationship with a client and building that up. So we're coming to like my last section, which is like what I like to call the year of. And the two biggest is two biggest things that I think that we're in the year of. The first thing I'd like to go over is automation. And when I say automation, there are two different types of automation. There's the automation in terms of what I, the one I mentioned earlier on in terms of like the tools um, that you can use to make your job a lot faster. There's also the automation now that is becoming a lot more prevalent from like the, our, our platform giants, especially Google and Facebook, automating how we define key terms and um, when and, and how we define how we want to show for which ads, which keywords that we want to show from which of our ads is going to show. Um, so we've got dynamic search ads, which has, has been around for a while, where Google will, you, you will show Google your landing page, you'll save some specific areas of your landing page of an ad that you want to show. So let's say the last line and the first line and everything else, Google dynamically pick it up from the landing page you match it with. And that usually helps with relevancy because as you, as you remember, the you get, um, you pay the cheapest for your clicks if your keyword is as relevant to your ad copy as to your um your landing page. So with Google dynamically from the searches that, that is coming through, if it matches, it can match it with your landing page and show an ad copy that's relevant to your landing page. That's a high relevancy um, kind of setup. So that is something that we do advise people to use, especially with people with smaller clients with smaller budgets that want to just figure out straight away which one is going to be highest relevancy and actually really helps to drop, drop the research time. Um, there's also responsive search ads that Google introduced a few years ago. That's pretty much you not creating several ad copies for an ad group. It means that you just create, give several different headlines that you want to use, several different description lines that you want to use, and then they, they do a testing of which of the headlines of the ones that you provided is going to use. So it's like dynamic search ads, but with, uh, with you actually given all the different options um, and then Google doing its rotation testing, testing itself. There's also smart bidding, smart campaigns, smart shopping campaigns, which is pretty much the way we've done things in terms of bidding automation, but just pretty much giving control to Google, like putting what your target is and Google will create, will change the bids on occasion, um, as well as like, yeah, doing smart campaigns and now bidding towards position and traffic is something that's big in automation. Um, another big topic, the second big uh, topic that is like we're in the year of is the, uh, the cookie less um, future. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people would have heard about, you know, the trouble that Facebook and the likes of Mark Zuckerberg and the guys at Google have been having in terms of, um, you know, data privacy and people, you know, people use um, these platforms using our data for nefarious reasons that we don't know that that might be that might be an issue with. So GDPR processes are put in place, and that's in Europe and CCPA is um, um, legal um, legislations that have been put in California to make sure that people's data has been used properly. Um, so Apple as well, with the updates um, of iOS 14, um, introduced. Um, introduced the system was saying that they're going to be blocking any apps on the iOS being able to track 
any of the users on there. And that was like a big thing for advertisers because people use that, that data a lot for like retargeting, remarketing. Um, and yeah, Google also introduced um, and announced that they're going to introduce something called like the federal learning of cohorts where they're going to group um, consumers by behavior so that you can't actually see who the person is, but you might be able to do some targeting and remarketing by cohorts of behavior. And the, old, the biggest like issues that people are having with these, um, obviously, is because Google are going to have all this data. They have all the power, and they might be the ones that actually, well, they'll have privy to this the information, the, the backend information of who these people are, but nobody else will. So they'll have all the power. And legislatively, how is that going to work? So everything is still in the works, but a lot of that thing is happening. And whether we like it or not, we are going to move away from being able to use third-party data and it's all going to be about being able to collect data through like CRM systems so like email email signups or gated content on your website that's going to become a lot more important so it's something I'm talking a lot with my clients and I'm, I know other paid professionals are talking about with their clients so in summary PVC has come a long way and we've changed and it's evolved and it's over ever evolving i think we're always saying that the only thing consistent about google and microsoft is change so always be ready even though this year already we've seen loads of new updates in the platform in the way we need to do things we feel a lot more is coming even in this year um there are some things though that i paid so that does not change as to what our job is in terms of it's all about driving the traffic we need to work more with our clients as to what we're driving traffic to um a another channel that i think has been is going to become a lot more important is doing conversion conversion rate optimization in terms of optimizing the landing page because if we're sending traffic and it's not converting and it's bouncing back we are just wasting our clients money we are wasting our efforts as well so it's something that we don't want to do um yeah and also finally we are in the year of automation and data privacy it's something that we should really be aware of it's going to affect all the data um, digital marketing channels tactics strategy wise um and i think yeah we should just make sure uh, some people are a bit worried that it's gonna take away their jobs because they, you know they really have been into the tactics of things but i think it brings an opportunity to level up our knowledge to really think strategy wise you know search intent is something that's been talked about a lot more now which is really important to do as to what are the kind of searches are what stage of you know purchasing our people in in terms of buying and so those are the kind of things that we need to focus on in terms of you know talking to our clients not just specific keywords or specific match types um i'd also before i leave i'd also like to um talk a little bit about how to stay informed in the industry because that is something especially like people who are freelancers i don't know if anyone might be a freelancer on here i think it's really important to make sure that you 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 gather your your informal colleagues of people that where you talk about all your issues and um, i'd really advise you get on twitter with that and follow the hashtag ppc chat um not just honestly for my for the purpose of you know listening to my podcast i know that is a bit of self-serving but seriously there are loads of amazing leaders in the field um i'd say even download a tool called tweet deck that actually allows you to, you don't even need to follow anybody. You can just search 
for somebody's, you know, search for the, the hashtag or search for somebody and you can just be following there and you'll see the thread. Tweet, tweet deck will automatically then show you in a column the tweets um, on that hashtag on, on a regular basis or whenever it is anyone tweets on it. Um, also, another area that, was, that has been really informative about automation, about tactics, about, you know, everything that, about data privacy and things that have been going on. Um, it's looking at the journals, so search engine journals, search engine land, the vert, and the drum. The drum has been specifically, especially, especially for me, um, very good in talking about data privacy, the updates, what's been going on, and what we need to be aware of. I'll also give three um, books that I think are very much timely, very much the kind of thing that we should be reading right now, very much up to date as to all the changes that we're seeing in terms of data privacy, our paid search industry as a whole, and automation. Um, we've got the, I mentioned um, the first one earlier on, so Ponderings of a PPC Professional by Kirk Williams, um, a book called Join or Die by Patrick J. Gilbert, and um, Digital Marketing in an AI World by Frederick Valleys. Those are three books that I think will be give give everybody a really good idea as to how to approach automation, how to think about paid search right now and set you up for success in the future. And that's it for me and leaving you with a nice, my little um, artwork of my podcast there <laughs> to remind you where to go to if if you don't want to be on Twitter and you're more of a, a podcast person and you want to, uh, your, to get your um, the latest news and your views about paid media on demand while you're having a run or a walk. That's when I like listening to my podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> amazing. You, Thank you. Thank you, Annie. That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you just kill your share screen so yes. we can go side by side. And then we'll answer some questions. I think, you know, genuinely, the, the lady looking into the glass, I think is going to, we always clip up a little section of the uh, of the webinar afterwards. And I think I think that's going to be the clip. Uh, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> like, literally. Because, yeah, it's, um, yeah. I saw that picture. I was like, oh, I have to use that. That just shows. Because you get some paper people and we work so hard and we're like so excited. Oh, yeah, I know how I know the keywords we need to bid on. We've got the landing page and everything. And then they're like, oh, no search volume. Oh, yeah. what's that? What's that about? And also, it's I, think it's, I think it's really important. You know, a couple of the clients that I work with um, have that they have a PPC agency that we never speak to. Yeah. And we're running like the social campaigns. I'm like, we're creating some like really good content here that you can use. Yes. Why 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 aren't you putting we're this together? to each other? Because yeah. like their creative might not be like quite as good or mm. you know we could do something and and in terms of saving budget, you know, yeah. is there any have you come across that before? Is there any way of getting around that that you've that you found or is it just a case of beating a client with a stick and saying can we please talk? Yeah, a lot of the time it is beating the client with the stick and um and literally you know in those weekly meetings that you will have those regular meetings with the clients you'll be like hey something has gone on we have done all our checks it's not us yeah, what's yeah. going on what else are you running have you you know have you run any new campaigns have you done anything social have you done anything display have you done like any any new like tv ads what's going on we we made sure that was that should be like part of the that first conversation of when you're when you're onboarding the clients and getting a new client have that conversation of like hey 
paid search is not going to work on its own. There are going to be other things that's going to affect it. Can you please make sure that you let us know? So even though with the likes of Wowcher, when we started realizing those things were happening, we'd ask for the schedule of the TV because you would have that. They prepared those. It's not like, oh, by wow. the way, we're having a, doing a TV ad tomorrow. There's loads yeah, of yeah. preparation that's needed. There'll be schedules of when they're going to show. And we'd ask to see that schedule so that we could then go, okay, let's save our budget. Let's make sure we don't spend too much and make sure we have, you know, at this point, like enough budget on this day because there's always like daily campaign budgets that we set because we'll be like this is how much we're allowed to spend in a month or so and if you get that information then you can then we then spend the client's budget a lot better which is yeah. what the client wants. Yeah. whenever whenever we have those conversations i always tell people don't speak about it about something you want talk about it in, in a way of this is how it will benefit you you will look good if you give us this information, like yeah. everybody wants to be, wants it to be about themselves. Yeah, so make, make it about the client. I think, uh, I actually think Azim's uh, first mm. question, which is, you know, where, where do you think most small businesses go wrong when, when starting out in PPC? Yeah. I know that I've heard it time and time again, where someone's going, oh yeah, I've, I've employed a marketing manager. So they're going to do all the PPC. Uh, and I'm like, oh, they got, they got experience. No, they've not used it before, but they can, Sure, it'll be fine. And no, no. Like, oh, God, no. you know, it's going to, like, I really feel for them because, yeah. you know, there's all those kind of mistakes up front. How can, how can people mitigate that? How can they kind of go, okay, well, I've got a marketing manager or I'm, a, you know, I'm spinning lots of plates and I'm starting out on my journey in PPC. What, what's the things they need to avoid or, or things they definitely need to do, do you think? Well, as in, as the marketing manager who has is now expected to be the paid search manager, or well, I guess I guess just any sort of small business that's that's starting out in PPC, uh, you know, where where do you see most people going wrong? Yeah, so yeah, it's that whole they they hire, uh, yeah, they hire a marketing manager to do everything. And what even really annoys me as well is that. Yeah, maybe the marketing manager has dabbled in paid search and dabbled in, in, in social and dabbled in SEO, but they are then not going to do each of those things really well. They're just going to do it. It's going to be half-assed kind of thing. And then you don't pay them. Even the ones that are really amazing, they are not paid the job. They're doing the job of three people and they only paid the job of one person and everything is expected that they do things very well. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot better when you then you're speaking, when you're hiring people, hire paid search managers, you know, you will be clear about the title. When you do the job description and you put in the job description, I put in an advert about the pool you're looking for, you know, hire for the different channels, you know, yeah. and make, make, make sure that you get those resources because it, it to, to do paid search well, it does take time. So it's not like you can just do, okay, one hour of paid search and one hour of SEO and one hour of in, in a day or, you know, and you're like, oh, it'll fill your day. Yeah. It takes, it takes time. It, it takes time and then it'll take time for the results for testing to happen and for the results to come back so i i think it's really important that in those job descriptions be specific hire for the different channels um and then invest in their training you know allow them to be like look i, I don't expect you to spend eight hours of your day in the accounts you know dedicate at least two three hours of the day reading journals being involved in the community, chatting the community, listening to podcasts. Don't make people do that in their downtime. You know, they're yeah. working. People learning about the job that is going to affect 
the business is work. Yeah, <laughs> it's work. That, it's training. So I think a lot make of it part of the, 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 the make it part of the time. I think a lot of our community are are people that are having to spin, you know, lots of plates and wear wear lots of different hats. Yeah. Um, and you know, in terms of uh, where they can go and learn, I know uh, years ago when I was uh, when I was the the suit in the in the agency, I went and did the PPC. Uh, Google's PPC selling course, um, which was incredibly insightful. Like I, I still could run an effective campaign, but I knew all the, you know, I knew all the theory behind it. Is is Google uh, a good one to go and do training with, or are there any other sort of formal courses that you would that you would sort of take? Oh, that's a resource I missed, but I will definitely, I'll definitely give a, um, a few links when we put the slides up. Okay, yeah, we will cool. give the resource of it. Yeah, there are definitely some. Yeah, some some professionals that have done like courses up-to-date courses that would give um google would be good to use google tools in the way google wants you to use yeah. tools <laughs> yeah. give us your we, money yeah exactly the <laughs> give us your money way i think it's important to be aware of them but i'd always say what we always say now in, in, in with, with me and my colleagues is that we're like take all the recommendations with a pinch of salt always look at it and some of the recommendations will be things that you should do they will be things that you need to add and add those things um but some of them you'd be like oh no you have not actually taken my what's my conversions and what's actually happening in the business with for this recommendation so there's um, a new update where google allows you with one click to accept a whole bunch of recommendations that Google is going to give you like or like across the border on keywords, bidding, ad copy, a whole bunch of stuff, negatives and that kind of stuff. And I, I, I was saying on Twitter the other day, I, I'm using the mouse in Google. It makes me very nervous right now because you could just click one button and, <laughs> button and implement 10 different changes and you can't undo it as well. There's no undo function. So you've got oh, to be word. really careful. So yeah, be aware of all these updates and changes that Google are implementing and the things that you can do, but whether you need it for your accounts, be very aware of that and, yeah. and, and just be, be nervous about what you're clicking because there might be some changes that you can't um, oh, that's, undo. That's, that's a terrifying thought. Yeah. It's um, yes, it these is. platforms are hard enough to navigate as it is. Exactly. Um, all of a sudden you're clicking something. You're like, wait, what did I click? Oh, God, what am I done? <laughs> One of uh, one of Joe's questions, um, so I'll make sure I'm, uh, I'm I'm answering at least one of Joe's. Sure. Uh, is, uh, <laughs> Give me an easy uh, one, please. <laughs> yeah, is who, who do you, is there anybody out there who you think is really kind of smashing PPC? Is there a brand out there that's kind of like ah man, that's really smart, or you know they've got great creative, or they're just or a brand maybe you've worked with that you kind of go you know these guys are doing particularly well, or is it not that easy to to spot when somebody's doing? Yeah, to be fair, it is not that easy to spot. I mean, I find it easier to spot when it's when people have done mistakes. Really like, fast, literally, yeah. I, yeah, I look sometimes, <laughs> I'll do a search for an ad and go, God, you yeah, you could have done this and you could have done that. You did not say this ad does not say anything. I don't want to click on this ad. Move, moving on. That's uh, it's yeah, it's a shame that those are the ones that you notice more and obviously they just uh, loads of brands and loads of industries are not doing you know paid search ads and um 
especially when 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 I talk into the community, I, you you just hear some industries that I've never I've never worked in. I was like, oh wow, yeah, you're doing paid search for that kind of clients, even like lawyers and medic medic med companies. I'm like, oh, interesting. They're doing paid search. That's 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 really interesting. So I think it's what the people that are doing really great paid search is the ones that are because the e-commerce almost is like a like a go-to it's like yeah, a, it's a no-brainer it's like yeah. a given to do paid search and do shopping and do the, it's the kind of industry that i'm not like where it's been really you, you have to really think through it's like the health industry especially and with all the caveats that google places to make sure that you know you're not showing ads that's going to affect anyone's mental health or is, is going to be against covid policies especially even in this like past year so the guys that have been able to creatively work around that and still you know gain consumers through pay search i'd i'd say that those are the ones interesting that yeah amazing stuff um but i think um, brand specifically i think uh, one of uh so alex myers has got a, a good question that kind of segues into that um which is about bidding on your competitors branded terms mm. um so is he's put is it funny funny and clever or irritating and damaging mm. um i think you kind of you touched on the fact that you shouldn't just rely on you know ranking organically really well yeah. for your brand term because other people could potentially be bidding on your brand's name i know there's yeah. kind of rules around that but yeah. Uh, what are your views on it and so alex has put funny and clever or irritating and damaging um, <laughs> it depends it depends on your offer it depends on how good your offer is um if you have got a better product that is clearly a better product that is clearly you know better priced um and and it's something that if you are in that space and and um, let's say, I don't know, let's say, let's take the airline industry and you have the likes of Ryanair bidding against, you know, BA, I mean, on, on BA terms, the, the, that one might be a bit weird because yeah, people who are going for BA products, they, they, they're going for like class, they're not thinking about price points and that kind of thing. But Ryanair bidding against, let's say like EasyJet, where it's literally pretty much similar, similar kind of customers, you know, Ryanair might have a particular airline where it's like, okay, or a particular, um, you know, flight promotion that is a lot better than what Ryanair are offering at the same time, or EasyJet has a better one than Ryanair offering at the same time. Whoever one has the better one, yeah, you can see competitive bidding in there, but you'd see it as the only, the only time that you're there doing it well is, is at those points where, you have, you definitely have a better offer. You definitely have a better messaging. If it's just your run of the mill BAU, hey, we've got, we've got this, this, you know, <laughs> this, this, um, product going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's just like, you know, your BAU advert and there's no sale going on and you're bidding competitively. That does not make sense to do. So it's all about doing it if you have a yeah, better yeah. message and a better offer to do. So don't just turn it on all the time but if you have a better messaging at a particular time yeah do some competitive bidding and test it out test it out as to whether it works it may work it may not work and once you're seeing that and it will cost a lot more the, the cost per clicks will definitely be a lot higher cost per acquisition will definitely definitely be a lot higher so you and don't that, measure it at the on the same level as your your normal ones that are working really well your normal like just just being in there so yeah is that is that partly to do with and this is this is kind of scraping my memory a little bit here but it's to do with like the relevance of landing pages yeah, exactly. so if you're if you're ba and you're bidding on ryanair and you're sending a, them to a 
BA pays, the BA, yeah, that's then it's no like, well, relevancy. That's, that's not relevant, so exactly. actually you pay more. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I had to remember it's something. Nice. That's there quite... we go. <laughs> nice. Not a complete fool. Um, <laughs> but Emma has asked, uh, do you think it's worth doing PPC constantly for brand awareness or only for certain campaigns? Uh, and in Emma's case, they have quite a limited budget by the sounds of things. Yeah, that's that's a tough call. I, I think it actually it does benefit to do it consistently. Um, and I think it's it's the products or you know specific services that you want to do at different times because at the end of the day it's it's people fall in love with brands I I feel um, more than products or you know where, where you love a product you do it necessarily because of a brand like I I shop at Sainsbury's I don't I don't know what I'm buying at Sainsbury's half of the time I don't know what I'm gonna buy at Sainsbury's half of the time I you know, you know that thing you walk into just a store and you're like mm, what am I gonna buy I, I I need to go with a with a shopping list I don't go with a shopping list and I end up buying everything and I'm like why did I do this so you know there's there's that kind of thing people fall in love with brands and I think keeping it top of mind even when you know a product is not in in market at the moment or you're not pushing particular campaign is very important it usually is going to be your cheaper campaigns you're bidding on your brand you can i've seen a cost per clicks as low as 1p you know to to um to be on your brand and and so i i do definitely think it's always it's always worth especially the smaller brands just 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 to build that just be aware just be in the space of whenever people are searching for your brand to be in there. Obviously test whether you would not lose any revenue by not bidding on your brand because you are strong in SEO and you, and if you're, cause you know, especially with organic again, because you know, doing competitive, you know, stuff in terms of organic is also different. You're not going to spend too much money on it. Um, but then it's, if like someone searches for your brand and your your result one two three four five six seven eight nine ten on the page, yeah, seriously consider not doing paid search because if you're if you're dominating that yeah, first page, it's super niche. Yeah, exactly, yeah. super niche. You know, so there there'll be different factors that you need to take in place as to whether you don't need to do, um, you know, bid on your brand. So yeah, no, yeah, but cool. yeah, but I think to be to be to be on top of mind in brand is very important. Cool. So um, another one of Joe's is um, about your process for testing PPC campaigns. Do you have like, um, uh, and if this is, this is going to be a sort of, um, I, I know it'll be a lot more complex in real life, but do yeah. you have like a methodology for testing? Do you, I know that we used to start off with, uh, we'd start campaigns with really small budgets and mm-hmm. we'd just like get the ads going, run them for a little bit before we went to what the client actually wanted to spend yeah, on, yeah. on PPC. Are there, are there things like, is there a process that you go through? Um, yeah, so, well, yeah, we always start with a hypothesis. Like, you know, we want, we want to test whether, I say the smart campaigns or smart shopping is going to work. I think it's, yeah, you don't want to go full, full you know, full-blown, like the biggest budget that you can, but you want to ensure that you get your your data and your results as quickly as possible and that does require you starting with a sizable chunk of budget it can't just be like unless it's all about getting statistical significance results to ensure that when you do go for hog you know what you've tested and what 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 one in your testing um, scenario will work um because yeah if you put too little budget 
um, it might take a long while for the results to come through. Um, and even when the results come, you're not actually sure that that was actually the winning, you know, winning slot. So I say put a sizable budget in there so that you get your results. You're right. right. You correct what's going to win, what's not going to lose, what's going to lose results quickly so that you learn quickly, learn quickly, fail fast so that you can move on to, yeah. you know, what's going to work. So you're, you're sort of saying, actually, if you put, put the budget in there, but be prepared to lose it initially in order to learn yeah. to then get it right and yeah. in order to win sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so uh, Chris Sampson says, uh, Brain Labs were, are famed for their automation. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you try to automate first when you're in a small business? That's a good question. Um, I'd actually, yeah, one thing I, I had, and I wrote a few blogs about this as to like, yeah, first five, five scripts to, to get right. Measuring your quality score, um, because that's one of the things that I feel like, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing that manually anymore because it's going to change all the time. Um, and it's going to affect your, your cost per click and, and, and changes. And there are spread, there's a script, there's an amazing script that will automatically, automatically pull the results and, and put it in like a great graph analysis of showing which of your keywords and on which quality scores, you know, are going up and which of them are having the highest volume. So are your quality score 10 having the most impressions or are your quality score and if your quality score three are having the most impressions that's the way area that you really need to have focus and how to push more of your volume into the keywords that are having the quality score 10 so um so yeah me measuring your quality score and keeping a, an eye on that is is important um i'd also say like managing your budget well there is a one of the updates that google gave is uh, how is it saying that um for your campaigns they can spend a hundred percent more than what you said the campaign daily budget to be yeah two times what you actually sent it so you could go there thinking <sighs> you're going to only spend a hundred pounds and you spend 200 pounds or you'd say a thousand pounds and you'd spend two thousand pounds literally something like that oh and there's a script that alerts to you to when that is happening and that's about to happen and it's it's all about i feel in a way i get what google is trying to do in terms of it's trying to train paid third people to manage their bids better manage their budget through the day a lot better but they don't instinctively warn you they just decide oh yeah we're gonna spend double because yeah they were there's a it's higher that, isn't it? midday so <laughs> we're just gonna keep spending beyond what you've told us to spend because we want the money i was, um, I was gonna say it's, it's another classic google oh whoops you've accidentally spent a lot more money with us yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's um, uh, it's interesting, actually, when you talk uh, about quality score, because uh, the next question was um, uh, somebody who's run campaigns before where the keywords have a low quality score, but they've mm. converted highly. Is that something you've seen and experienced? Is there a reason behind that? Yes, I have seen that. And that will be and that's the kind of thing that could even happen with like competitive keywords. You know, because obviously right. for any competitive keywords, your key, your the quality score will be poor. And in some small like cases, if you are getting good conversions against what your target is, yeah, you know, don't worry about that too much. Be aware of it and um and be aware when maybe when convergence starts going up and down and and be be you know be careful about it. But I think mostly um yeah if the conversions are coming through don't worry about it too much cool um erin asks uh, do you have any tips or advice for managing multiple ppc campaigns for multiple markets 
in multiple countries. Oh wow! Um, you need a lot of time and a lot of support. <laughs> big brain. <laughs> yeah, you need a big brain. <laughs> you know, these these are the kind of things that that I always say. Time management is important. This is where automation would really help. Automate as much as you can. Automate, you know, budget checks. Automate, you know, the reporting. You know, like have like a dashboard that updates every day that can give you the top this is what has happened or even like there's a script that will give you this is what has changed you know like from Monday and Sunday or you know Tuesday and Monday you know the major changes automate and that's the, my biggest thing I would say in terms of like using like scripts that will just give you the top news of what's going on in your account automate as much as possible yeah it's a good a good tip uh and jemima jemima's here every every week good old jemima, Hi, jemima. Um, she's uh she's put in a, a slightly different question which i really like um you're obviously a happy woman how do you stay happy when <laughs> when surely things can get stressful oh that's a very good question don't say alcohol we've got <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll not actually. That's my second favorite thing. But with my, with my, I I do like a nice glass of wine. Yesterday I got a little bit like, oh my god, this day has gone. So I had a nice glass of wine at the end of the day. But coffee keeps me through most of my tantrums. And coffee <laughs> keeps me off the edge of throwing my laptop out of the window when when Google has done something else that has frustrated me. Um, so I I do I do love a, a good coffee. Um, and but. But in general, though, just it's and I wrote a post about this this before. It's being being happy all the time. It's I'm not I'm not happy all the time. It you know things will will get me. Things will stress me out. But it's about so having on hand things that I know are my go to happy thing so I've got loads of plants in my house I love I love the things that grow love that yes I've noticed that a little, little prayer plants <laughs> yes lovely yeah this is not a great angle but like for you guys to see behind me but in front of me I also have my garden in front of me there um and I always think to myself as well my parents are retired so I, I you know if I'm sad my mom will I, I I always I tell my mom off if I call her and she doesn't pick up and or she doesn't call me and I'm like mom you're retired you should be able to <laughs> I should have access to you 24-7 now. You have no excuse. Um, I was always busy, always keeping herself busy. So, you know, and, and, you know, leaning on family and being honest about, hey, going through some tough time right now, I need to talk. I think I, I remember there was a time, like, you know, when I lost a job not too long ago and I called my brother and he's like, oh, is, can this wait? I was like, no, this can't wait. We need to talk now. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, you. great. And, you know, we chatted, we chatted, you know, I got cheered up. I, I've got a three-year-old niece who's just, you know, a ray of sunshine on any kind of day. So I'm just like, just get her on the phone. Can I just speak to my niece though before? I think, 10, 15 minutes. I think also great. it's like kind of ex accepting that things are going to go wrong. Yeah. things are going to go wrong you know there's been yeah. in certainly in the years i've been working there's been monumental cock-ups and at the time you think the world is going to end yeah. but actually none of it matters none of no. it really matters and especially it's all learning isn't it yeah especially in paid search and you know doing like things that things that will go wrong mistakes that will happen and i always tell like you know people i've worked with and managed i've gone Things will go wrong. Do not panic and do not do, do not hide it. The important thing is to communicate that it's happened. The important thing, especially with client accounts, like say you do spend that, you know, two times the budget that you're supposed to spend without generating any extra revenue and the client is going to shout. 
be the pun one that brings it up. Be the one that says, hey, this has happened. This is why it happens. This is the, th the thing, things that we're going to put in place to make sure it doesn't happen again. Clients will understand that. Clients will understand that. And you know what? Yeah. You reduce the stress. You reduce the stress by being the one that says that I saw the mistake before you did. I, I know why it happened and I know how to prevent it from ever happening in the future. Yeah, you know, no, clients love working with people like that, honestly. I've just realized it's it's half past nine and people are probably are probably going going to work. Thank you so much for, for for joining us. And thanks everybody for uh for, for joining us on the webinar. Where where can people if they want to connect with you, uh where, where's the best place to connect with you? Honestly, first and foremost, Twitter. Twitter, I'm on there pretty much every day. So I, I love just, you know, just throw me like a nice tweet or, or DM. It's I find it very easy to communicate on there. Find me on LinkedIn as well. Just type in my full name. Happy, happy to connect with all of you. I'm I'm looking to grow my network and, and connect and help people and, and answer questions that I might not have had a chance to answer on here. I I'll I'll, I'll be going on my LinkedIn and now and hoping to accept everyone that has sent a request. I should so imagine it will to. it will be lighting up as we speak uh, as people are yeah. jumping on there. But but thank you so much. And you know, one final thing. Joe will be back next week. Um, but thank you again to our to our amazing sponsors please go and just give them a tap on linkedin and just say hey i really enjoyed anu's uh, talk today and somehow james managed to get the technology to work and yes. we all had a great time uh, <laughs> so you know really appreciate everyone coming and uh thanks again anu and we'll see okay. everybody hopefully next week amazing all right That's you take fun. care have a great day everyone bye bye